an entitled man tried to steal my upgraded seat on an airplane, refusing to get up and go to his actual seat in the back of the plane because he wanted to sit next to his wife. Things got so bad that I had to get a flight attendant involved just to get this man to move, as he was not taking no for an answer. Here's what happened. So being someone that used to fly a lot, I constantly was upgraded to business class, first class, or simply just upgraded my seats using my miles. This flight in particular that I'm talking about was a connection for me, so I arrived and boarded later than most of the plane. As soon as I walked onto the plane, I saw that someone was sitting in my upgraded seat, which was no big deal really. If you fly enough, someone sitting in your seat is not an uncommon occurrence. So I look at the gentleman and I say, excuse me, I believe you are in my seat. This entitled man does not even bother looking up at me. In fact, he just waves his hand dismissively in my general direction and says, let's just switch seats so I can sit beside my wife. I understood where he was coming from and so I asked him what seat he currently has. Now, I don't remember exactly what seat number he said, but it was the last row of the airplane and it was an aisle seat right by the bathroom. Yes, I have had to fly in those seats in the past and it's not fun. It made my assigned seat in the first class section look really desirable. Now, for the record, I have switched seats many times with people in my life without a second thought, even first class seats. But the way this guy was behaving and what he was expecting really pushed me to want to sit in my assigned seat. I looked at him and I said, no, I'm not doing that. I'm going to need you to move so I can sit down. It was at this point that he finally looked at me and he said, well, I want to sit by my wife, so I am not moving. I responded by saying, well, if you want to sit by your wife, I am sure whomever is sitting way back there would be more than happy to switch seats way up here so you can sit back there with your wife. He didn't like that at all and instead just stared at me. And at this point, I was getting pretty annoyed. So I looked at him dead in the eye and I just said, move. But he refused and looked at me and said that he's not moving. So at that moment, I pushed the call button and a flight attendant came up asking how she could help. I handed her my ticket and I say that he is sitting in my seat. She compares both tickets and sees his number. And in my mind, at least, she gave him a look similar to what I gave him when he said he wasn't going to move. The flight attendant said, sir, you need to sit in your assigned seat. And this entitled man just said, I want to sit with my wife. And when he said that, I knew exactly what to say. I wasn't missing a beat. And I parroted my original statement about me being sure whomever was sitting back there would be more than happy to switch seats and sit up here. But boy, oh boy, that obviously made him angry. The flight attendant then looks at his wife and says, ma'am, would you like to switch seats so you can sit by your husband? And in a shocking display, this lady looks at the flight attendant and says, no. And this squashed any confidence that this entitled man had towards taking my seat. So the flight attendant leaned into that typical flight attendant voice and basically said, well, sir, you have to sit in your assigned seat. So please gather your things. And what a sad and pathetic sight it was seeing this grown man act like a baby. He gathered his things and then sulked back towards the back of the plane. And yes, I know what you're thinking. His wife really did sit beside me the entire flight and she didn't join her husband in the back of the plane. And no, of course we didn't talk to each other, which honestly was perfectly fine by me. How entitled do you have to be to try and steal someone's seat in first class? Those seats are expensive enough. And the fact that he thought he was going to try and get away with that is astonishing. And I bet they probably did this on purpose just to try and score a first class seat for nothing. They probably had the wife get the first class seat and then have the husband run up there with her just to try and guilt trip the poor sucker who walks up on the seat. But thankfully, this guy got put in his place. And hopefully this original poster never has to deal with some entitled man child the next time he upgrades his seat to first class. I'm worried that a work opportunity involving an old fling will drive my fiance to leave. And I honestly don't know what to do. I'm a 31 
21-year-old female, and I work in local food development, which is a pretty tight, circular community. I used to spend a lot of time with a farmer's market vendor, who I eventually started helping in the kitchen. When we met in late 2020, I was in an abusive relationship, but was definitely always faithful. We became friendly over time, from just seeing each other at the market. Eventually, I got out of my abusive relationship close to the start of the pandemic. I continued to help out in the kitchen, and eventually, I hooked up with my friend. It was not my best decision, but I was in a very vulnerable place. Ultimately, we are not compatible, and it did eventually end. I dated other people, we stayed friends and kitchen buddies. About seven to eight months go by, and life happens. I get dumped, I feel dumb, and I decided to play the field. And during this time, I met my now fiancé. But being in a terrible state, I hooked up with my friend again. But at the time, we were not officially exclusive when it came to dating. I had never done this before. I tried dating multiple people, as well as having multiple partners at the time. I won't excuse my bad judgment at the time, it just kind of happened. My fiancé is uncomfortable about my past with this market friend, but since we had a pretty tight friendship and good working relationship, I agreed to just keep it professional. I stopped being so friendly with my very close friend, but still see him around because we are still in this local food community. Now, like a year later, some work and granted funded opportunities have come up, and I need expert advice to try and piece things together. I started asking my friend for help, and I anticipate the work partnership will grow if the funding and resources line up. I did ask others for help first, but this has turned out as the most efficient way to get expert answers. I just told my fiancé about this, and I'm actually afraid he might move out. We've been on the rocks lately, but I want to be transparent about having contact with my old friend. It is honestly strictly professional. I'm trying to avoid unnecessary meetings or phone calls, especially if they don't have to do with next steps. We do have some trust issues. I'm honestly a bad communicator, and I'm trying to work on it. I have never cheated, but I have definitely made some mistakes. So I just want to hear some outside opinions here. This is truly a work move, but unfortunate emotions are involved. What should I do? This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. I think you really need to think about your fiance in this situation. I totally understand that working with this guy is going to improve your professional standings, but it honestly begs the question, is it worth it? Is it worth possibly messing up your relationship? Also, you can try and get ahead at work. I mean, you said it yourself. Your relationship is on the rocks lately and you're on the verge of getting married. Do you really think it's worth getting around this old fling just to try and get your professional career going, especially if your fiance is not comfortable with it? Because right now, it seems like you're choosing convenience over his comfort. I mean, this guy can't possibly be the only person you could talk to to try and get an expert opinion on something, right? I mean, there's other people in your field you could reach out to to try and have some kind of partnership with figuring stuff out. Yeah, it might be with someone that you don't know, but at the end of the day, your fiance is probably going to feel a lot better about the situation if you just go with somebody else. It's probably a really big sore spot in your relationship already. So why would you try to lean into that just to try and get ahead at work? So hopefully things can work out for you because from what you're saying, in my opinion, 
the actions you're taking are causing a lot of friction in your relationship. And these things really do need to be addressed and fixed sooner than later. My boyfriend is texting his female coworker and then deleting the text messages later. And it's really suspicious and I don't know what to do. My boyfriend and I have been together for about two and a half years. We have a baby, we have two dogs, and we own a house together. My boyfriend works in a male-dominant field, but the administrators at his job are female. He usually talks about them to me, and I never have had any concerns. He is closer with one of them. We'll call her Sarah. That's not her real name. All because she has worked there longer. The ladies at his work have been constantly asking when he is going to bring in our baby, who's about eight months old. They want him to bring our baby into work because he always shows them pictures. Today, he asked me to bring her in when I had some time, which I ended up doing. Nothing about this felt off at all, and they all were very nice. Later, when he got home, he left his phone unlocked on the dryer. When I went to fold laundry, he had messages pulled up from an unsaved number. The first message in the conversation read, thanks for telling your wife to bring your baby up here. Eight months late, but it's whatever. There was a little bit of back and forth banter, and she vented to him about her day, and that was about it. But what really bothered me is that I looked at his phone, and her notifications were muted. When I asked him who that unsaved number was, he said that it was Sarah, and when I asked why she was muted, he said, uh, I just don't like talking to her. I handed his phone back to him, and right then and there, he deleted the messages right in front of me. Also, as a side note, he has a work phone, and she does have the number for that one. He does not delete messages from her on his work phone, and that is where they talk about work matters, things that need to be ordered, stuff that they're looking for, etc. I also started thinking about it, and to be honest, he talks about Sarah quite a bit. He talks about her just as much as he talks about his other co-workers, and he has never mentioned anything about not liking to talk to her. He actually gave her son money for fireworks, and bought her son a birthday present. He has even gone on a work trip with her, and has never had anything bad to say. It just all seems really suspicious, and I don't know if I'm in the wrong for thinking that way. What should I do? I gotta be honest, him deleting text messages from her, right in front of you, after you basically caught him in the act of having some kind of secret conversation, as well as a muted secret conversation, is really, really suspicious. My first thought reading through that was, well, why does he have to delete that? What is he trying to hide? And I don't want to say this is like the beginning stages of cheating, but it can be seen as super suspicious when your significant other is deleting text messages from another woman that he works with. That's a little sketchy in my opinion. I think if anything, it's time to be a little bit more vigilant on what he is and isn't doing with Sarah, as well as trying to pick up on any subtle changes to his behavior, when he comes home from work, as well as his general attitude around the house. I'm not saying he's cheating. I mean, we have very little evidence to even begin to suggest that, but it does seem super suspicious, so I don't blame you for having some worries. I am struggling with a lot of depression, and my partner is completely ignoring my cries for help, and I don't know what to do. I have been with my partner for 10 years, and I have struggled with severe anxiety and depression for quite a long time. Since dating him and leaving high school, my friendship circle diminished, mainly due to me realizing who were and were not my friends during the transition from high school to university. So as a result, I did cut some people off, but in all actuality, no one really reached out to me for me to cut them off. Additionally, my partner didn't have enough confidence to attend university parties or outings that he was invited to, and he never initiated outings with his best friends, especially anything that I could come along with. I tried to go to social events and meet random people to befriend, but he didn't want me to come along to those either, so we didn't have a social circle at all, and continue to not have any, despite my attempts to find us friends. Besides this, I have given up on all my goals and dreams, mainly career-driven dreams, and to make matters worse, I'm getting bullied 
bullied at my workplace, especially since I have no friends to turn to or any in general. I also am a carer for one of my parents, and I support both of them financially, as they're both in significant debt. They can be abusive towards me and each other quite badly. I live with them to ensure their safety and well-being. These points are the main sources of my sadness for context. I sometimes get really depressed and succumb to posting things on my social media about how lonely I am friendship-wise. Nothing really weird or that would spark outrage or offend or attack anybody. Sometimes I post out if anyone is free to talk, as I had a lot of friends in high school, and sometimes I hope someone would respond. I've tried everything to get better. I've tried medications, I've tried psychological help, but sometimes, on rare occasions, I put out a desperate cry for help, as I just have no one to talk to besides my partner. But it can be hard to see or to speak to him at times. My partner sees these posts and completely ignores them. Even when I see him, he doesn't bring it up and asks if everything is okay. I know he might be tired of me and my depression, as we've had discussions about it, and he really does seem to care. But sometimes I wish he responded. I spoke about my recent issues with depression the other night to him, and I was in tears. And he said he would do more and be more attentive. However, I posted out something a few hours ago and could see that he saw it, and yet he didn't respond or give me a call or message me. Am I being petty, or is this a lack of concern? What should I do? If you're going to post weird cryptic messages on Facebook or any other social media, then I really would not expect people to actually answer. Because from the sounds of it, it looks like you're just looking for attention. And seeking out attention from people online is not going to be the answer here, in my opinion. It also seems like you're putting all this responsibility on your boyfriend to reply to these weird and vague messages you're putting out on social media. And I honestly don't blame him for not responding. Encouraging that kind of action just doesn't seem right, in my opinion. I think going back and seeing a doctor, as well as a therapist that can help you get your life together, would be incredibly beneficial towards you. You can set forward-thinking goals that will actually help you accomplish something instead of posting vague messages on Facebook as some way to cope with how you're feeling. Those messages don't actually do anything for you. And if anything, it's keeping you in this weird spot. I also would say it might be time to move out. I understand that you're trying to take care of your parents, but from the sounds of it, they're not being very kind to you. And considering your circumstances both at work and in your personal life, it might be important for you to take steps to move out so that you can have some distance from them. But I really do hope you get the help that you need and you're able to see a doctor to help you with your depression because you really do deserve to be happy. My dad has finally stepped back into my life and I'm honestly not sure how to react to this, especially considering his sketchy past. Here's what happened. So basically, my father is an alcoholic. He's done bad things when he's drunk. He sold our house to buy drinks. He kicked us out at one point onto the street and he has let me down again and again. Finally, after several years, we moved away from him since my mom finally decided she can't and won't fix him. She tried to apply for alimony, but it took about four years till it actually got sorted out. On the second year of this process, my mental health took a plunge and I got sent to a psych ward for a month. That's when he decided he wants to be in our lives again. So he stopped drinking and started taking us out to the cinema as well as doing all these other activities all of the sudden. I was okay with this at the time. However, recently he broke up with his girlfriend and has now lived with us for two months. He pays rent, which is good because we're really struggling financially, which is why I'm trying to be nice to him, but it's so hard. He just doesn't realize that he hurt me. He told me that him being an alcoholic didn't hurt me in any way because he never beat me or anything. I didn't say anything because I knew he would argue with me more. Lately, he just acts like I love him so much, like I need him in my life so much. He told me countless times that I'm dependent on him, but I live so many 
many years without him. I'm not only not dependent on him, I also don't even want him. I don't know what to do. I feel just genuinely uncomfortable around him. And I tell him this, but he ignores it and tells me I'm lying. And he's trying to help me feel better mentally, but he honestly only makes it worse. Like I might be doing good. And then he comes into my room without knocking, bursts the door open and sits on my bed. Then he asks me some questions. And when I try to answer, he interrupts me and starts telling me his experience, not listening to what I'm saying at all. I just genuinely feel so bad around him. I have a great day and I feel good. And then we talk and I'm just upset and mad again. He even threatens to never talk to me again or even to cut me out of his will if he thinks I'm being rude. But I don't care about all the garbage he's done. What I do care about is how he acts now. So I really need some advice on how to be nice to him when he acts like such a jerk. What should I do? This is a really tricky situation because it sounds like this dad is an absolute narcissist. He is not a good person and I don't think he ever will be either. I really don't care that this guy straightened out his act and decided to stop drinking. He's obviously a controlling jerk and you do not need that in your life. The fact that he just goes into your room without any kind of self-respect or any kind of boundaries is just so rude and it's unbecoming of someone trying to call you their father. So the first thing I would do is probably get a lock for that door. Set some very clear boundaries with him. Say, hey, I really need my own personal space and I don't want you in my room. I would also talk to your mom about his behavior because the way he's acting is completely inappropriate. He is sitting there trying to convince you that you're dependent on him when in reality, you're doing just fine without him. The original poster goes on to say that they can't move out for personal reasons. And if that is the case, then I would probably see how you can make steps to distance yourself from that man as much as possible. I would not let him get inside your head and mess with you in any way. You said it yourself. You're doing better. You start to feel good. And then he comes in and makes everything worse. And from my perspective, you don't owe him anything. This man was a terrible father to you from the sounds of it. And his alcoholism ruined your childhood. So I think you just need to remember that. Anytime he tries to say that you need him and that he is there for you and all this other garbage, just remember the man he actually is. My girlfriend was gifted an apartment and is asking me to pay her rent just so I can move in. And I'm not sure what to do. I've been dating my girlfriend for a year now. When we first started dating, her parents bought her a small one-bedroom apartment and she's been living in it ever since. She pays the bills that come her way, but there's no rent and there's no mortgage for her. The entire time we've been dating, both her and her parents made it very clear that if I ever move in, I would have to pay zero rent. Obviously, I'd have to pay for myself when it comes to bills or repairs or anything like that, but I just would not owe them any rent money. Now that my lease is up, I'm starting to move into her place, and moving in has been quite stressful on both of us, and we got into a fight this morning. A few minutes into our fight, she explains that I need to pay $700 a month in rent just to move into her place. This $700 includes also paying for all other fees, which would take it to about $1,500 a month. Honestly, this place is very small for the two of us. If I split $1,500 a month for a $3,000 apartment where I live, we could upgrade to a much bigger and better place. So this really isn't a good deal for me at all. Additionally, I feel it's quite slimy for her to ask me to pay rent when she pays none. Her parents bought her the place, so I view it as theirs and not hers. If her parents asked me to pay rent, I'd have zero problems with it. But she's taking their gift and trying to make a profit off of me, her boyfriend. We had quite a huge fight about this, and I don't know how to feel. She claims she's giving me a good deal on rent, but overall, it's really not a good deal for me. So given the circumstances, I feel extremely uncomfortable that she's gone against her word. They agreed that I would never 
have to pay rent. And now all of a sudden I owe her this money? I feel like she's not treating me like an equal partner. I would never try to make a buck off of my girlfriend moving into my place. I would only expect her to pay half of what I pay because we're equals. It's all super confusing and very frustrating. And I honestly don't know what to do. This is really shady behavior. She's trying to enforce some kind of rent on you, most likely due to that argument you had the other day. I mean, $700 a month out of nowhere when you're expecting to pay nothing after having a verbal agreement with her mom and dad, as well as her, that you would never have to pay rent is really shady behavior. And the original poster has it right. Why would his girlfriend treat him this way? It really does seem like she is just trying to make money off of him. And that is so unfair for him. He clearly sees them as equals and he would never do anything like that. But she sees it differently suddenly. If I was in your shoes, there's no way on earth I would move in there. And if I did move in there, there's no way I would pay for anything. Unless it's in writing, I'm not paying a cent. But if they do want to try and have something in writing, then that would be different. It's especially crazy to me that your girlfriend would tell you as you're moving into this apartment that you now suddenly have to start paying rent. That is honestly a massive red flag in my opinion. So take your stuff and move right back out and find some place that's going to be honest with you because the way your girlfriend is acting is super sketchy and I just would not want to live in that kind of environment. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream.